Love the Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And if you're new to the show, please, please, please go to lightwarriorsupport.com and receive your free gifts from me. Yay! <laughs> now, uh, today is the first Monday of the month, and uh, we are very fortunate uh, every month to have a guest, Dr. Dennis Loebstein, here to talk about uh, traditional Chinese medicine, acupuncture, um, and LifeWave phototherapy patching protocols to help us support our bodies in healing and um, get as much into anti-aging as we can. And this month's topic is going to be about breathing. And uh, as I'm talking, I'm realizing I'm not breathing through my nose as per usual, and it's a brand new, uh, it's a brand new habit for me to cultivate. So in a, a radio show the week before, I interviewed uh, Patrick McCallum from Ireland, who is the preeminent trainer of the Buteco Breathing Method, and it's all about breathing deeply but slowly, and so you're not taking in so much air that your carbon dioxide levels go way too low, and then the oxygen doesn't peel off your hemoglobin to, you know, um, uh, nourish yourself. So it's definitely brand new for me. I have great uh, challenges doing it while talking, as you can probably hear my trying to breathe. But Dr. Dennis said is today going to share with us how we can optimize our breathing. Uh, so if you have any breathing problems, uh, if you are having you know any related life wave questions, even if it doesn't have to do with breathing, you can go ahead and raise your hand. So the number to call in is 818-514-1190 and hit 1. And so we know your hand's up, and we'll be unmuting folks to ask questions later on. Again, it's 818-514-1190, and hit 1 in your dial pad. You can also uh, put in um, a, a request in the chat, which I'll be opening up in the next few minutes. And I will also be, as per usual every month, I will be writing a blog article to summarize some of the great wisdom that Dr. Dennis is going to share with us today. And you can find that after the show, about 15 minutes afterwards, uh, patchtrainingteam.com and just click the blog right at the top, so B-L-O-G, blog, uh, and then you will see it there. And then this, uh, this radio show will also be archived in the LifeWave radio show page as well, which is right on Patch Training Team. And, uh, yeah, so without further ado, uh, welcome, Dr. Dennis. Well, hi, Dr. Karen. It's always a pleasure to be here discussing topics with you. Um, the first Monday of every month, and uh, man, yeah. I, I um, have been doing meditation breathing, slow breathing the way uh, Patrick described last week for decades, and I still learned a lot from listening to him. Mm. Cool. Um, so, Very cool. Yeah, breathing is not just sucking air in and pushing air out, but it's the alchemy of the pneas. And what do I mean by pneas? Well, pneas, like normal breathing is eupnea, fast breathing is tachypnea, slow breathing is bradypnea, dysfunctional breathing is dyspnea, and halted or stopped breathing is apnea. Mm. So we're, we're going to be looking at the, the alchemy of the pneas 
what I used to tell my exercise physiology students. And this time, instead of just looking at physiology, which uh, Patrick and you did last week, we're also going to look at the Asian medical physiology behind the lung chi and then the zong chi, which is a chi in the chest, and how that's behind the breathing. And then we'll look at acupuncture points that we could use and how to patch them to enhance breathing and mostly focus on allergy, asthma, and difficulty breathing. And, of course, with a few of my triangles. Oh, great. We love triangles. Yes. The um, geometric archetype of a portal or a wormhole. So it does magical things because of that. Or spiritual things, if you if you will. Um, at, same as magical. So, let's see. We're talking about... I started talking about meditation, but first I just want to share. Um, remember in Star Trek, the character Barclay, who uh, oh, was yeah. in the, I remember Barclay. Yeah, was a very nervous, very nervous guy that was in therapy with the counselor Troy, and she had him tapping his neck. Well, that was to release endorphins. Releasing endorphins, tapping his neck right over the carotid bifurcation. And endorphins actually decrease the activity of the locus ceruleus, which is the area of the brain that you and Patrick discussed last week, that increases norepinephrine under uh, breathing, under stress and under breathing stress. And we can affect the locus ceruleus through breathing, as as you all talked about. But uh, by meditating, you also increase the um, CO2 tension, and that causes, as you all talked about last week, a a shift in the um, hemoglobin or the oxygen disassociation curve, which means there's a 10% increase in release of oxygen from the hemoglobin. And there's also a peripheral vasodilation of the um, capillary beds uh, when there is high um, PCO2 in order to allow more oxygen into the tissues. So that's what's happening when one meditates. Uh, We get more endorphins. We get less um, norepinephrine, we get a higher CO2 tension and uh, more of a release of oxygen from the hemoglobin. And oh. now by uh, by tapping the uh, baroreceptors the way Barclay was doing, uh, I remember um, that um, I, I used to know this emergency physician who was a professor at the um, UNM Medical School. He's a professor of emergency medicine. And I talked with him once about his idea of putting blood pressure cuffs around the neck. You know, most physicians will say, no, that's a tourniquet. That's a no-no. 
but he was going, well, you know, if you put pressure on the carotid bifurcation, uh, you're going to uh, lower blood pressure because you're going to stimulate those neurons in that carotid area, which you're going to tell the brain that the blood pressure is too high and then that will lower the blood pressure. So instead of using a tourniquet, you can just use your fingers like Barclay and tap. Or you can meditate. Or you can stick a patch on it. (laughs) Okay. Now, what patch would you use to to have the same effect? Well, it's not just a patch, but there's a whole kit that comes with the Nirvana patch like the tablets. So the Nirvana patch in conjunction with the tablets would stimulate an increase in endorphins. And if you stick it right on the carotid bifurcation, uh, and it's a positive patch, so you put it on the right, and you can put a negative patch on the left one, uh, that would have kind of the same effect of relaxing and lowering blood pressure. And that helps us breathe? Yes, because it, w- it helps us breathe slower. It helps us relax. Ah, okay. Now, re- breathing is much more than just relaxing. I've been, a, as you know, I've been a martial artist like 45-some years. And breath is used for strengthening chi and to give us more power. In fact, um, breath is the voice that indicates how strong our zong chi is or our chest chi. Now, the, the, the zong chi or the chest chi is ancestral chi in the chest that drives the heart and the lung chi. And that's important because, well, we know what the heart does. It houses a shen and it pumps blood around. And the lung is in the metal element, and it's very spiritual yin phase of metal, and it receives yang chi from sky. So Mm -hmm. if our breath is strong, like a martial art uses, a martial artist will use strong breath, and let me give you an example of that. I used to know a guy when I played martial art decades ago who would do a Yanhan Nukate, which is a, a four-finger spear thrust to the throat. And he would practice that on cinder block walls, and he's able to break the cinder block with his four-finger spear thrust using his breath. Mm. <gasps> like that. Only wow. much louder. I didn't want to startle everybody, so I kept it low. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that in jujitsu, that's called focus. Mm. And we learned in jujitsu how to move the breath around and focus on an area that someone was going to punch. And so there was this one guy that demonstrated that against this other guy that did the four-finger spear thrust into cinder block walls. And 
he tried it on the guy with the focus on the throat uh, at the throat chakra. And he did that and tried to to get his to, to hurt the guy's throat who was having the focus because his breath was focused on the throat, breath and chi focused on the throat. Guess what happened to the guy with the four-finger spear hand thrust? Did he break his He finger? displaced his elbow. Oh, my gosh. He dislocated his elbow. Oh, boy. <laughs> so that's, what, that's an extreme example of what powerful control you can have with your breath. Mm, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And I also knew this other guy that used to take nunchucks across his neck. Nunchucks are these uh, Okinawan rice flails that you used to see Bruce Lee swing around in his movies. Mm-hmm. And um, it's used as a weapon. Well, this this guy could take nunchucks across the throat or the neck, and he would bust the chain or the string out of the nunchuck. Because he would focus his breath or his breathing mm. and harness his zong chi by moving it into certain areas of the body to resist the attack. Interesting. So that that's those are just some examples of what you can do with breath. So you can do slow breathing and meditation to relax and to get more oxygen to the tissues. And you can do focused breathing by moving zong chi to certain areas of the body to protect it. Okay, Very so, cool. yeah. Um, let's see. Now, we can use... um non-invasive effects of the patches on the brain and other areas to affect the midbrain. Then the midbrain is where the pons and the medulla are. And there's a, a reverberating circuit in the midbrain that keeps going automatically without our controlling it. And it affects the autonomic nervous system, which helps us breathe automatically. But we can superimpose our consciousness on that reverberating circuit. And that reverberating circuit is endorphinergic. So endorphins calm it down. Hence the the calm we get with meditation and endorphins and lowering norepinephrine. Because there are opiate receptors on catecholaminergic neurons in the brain. Catecholamines are like dopamine and norepinephrine. So the endorphins lower them. And that calms us down. But it's interesting that when when catecholamines are high in the periphery, they often are low in the brain in the central nervous system and vice versa. 
but let's see. Uh, if we want to um, regulate them, we do that through the endorphins. We do that through the breathing. We do, do that through relaxing. And that's a good way <clears throat> to treat PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, because in people with post-traumatic stress disorder, there is increased central norepinephrine. And that causes a dyspnea. And that can also, that, that dyspnea is a symptom of P- PTSD. And it could manifest as disrupted breathing when you're sleeping. And so we can regulate that with meditation and with Barclay's um, finger pressure and with focus. Okay, so what what we're doing is um, using our Zong Chi to increase our health. Now, if we look at the alchemy of the breath, the breath and and the breath of the Zong Chi is, is called different things in different systems, like Sans, Sanskrit calls it prana. Uh, there's a word in Hebrew for the breath, which means ruach, which, which sounds like ruach. And that means breath, life force, or spirit, like the vital energy. So that vital energy of the breath actually shows up in the blood and also in the semen and also in vaginal fluid. The what blood? In 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 our blood. In in the if you have strong spirit and strong breath, mm. it also follows blood and, and blood follows the breath. So this prana or the ruach or the life force shows up in the blood and in the semen and the vaginal fluid. Oh, okay. Okay, so so the life force can affect them, all, all three. Okay. And we can affect our life force with our breath, which is the whole point of my saying that. Mm. Now, the Kabbalah, if we look at the spiritual alchemy of the breathing doesn't just look at the Ruach, which is the middle soul or the spirit containing the moral virtues and the ability to distinguish between good and evil that may be developed in life. So the Ruach part of the spiritual alchemy, according to Kabbalah, has to be developed or fostered. But the Nefesh, is in all humans. It enters the physical body at conception. Um, in case anybody's wondering when life starts, uh, we, we ought to tell the abortion people this and and the anti-abortionists and so on, but not to get into politics. Uh, life starts at conception according to Kabbalah because that's when the nefesh or the animal part of the soul 
and instinct and craving comes into the body. So we have the nefesh. N e f e s h. And we have the nefesh. We have the ruach, which needs to be fostered or developed. And then we have our higher soul, or our our supra soul, our higher self, and that's called, according to Kabbalah, the neshama. N e s h a m a h. And the neshama is what? R u a c h. R u h. Oh, I was close. Okay. All right, and that's that's in Kabbalah as well, Ra, Ruach. Yeah, whatever. all all three of these, all three of these breathing, or spiritual or soul levels, based on breath, are in Kabbalah listed from the most animal or basic as nefesh, the middle soul or spirit that we can develop uh, with our practice as Ruach. And the nishama, which is our higher self, and we develop connection with that, with spiritual work, and it allows us awareness of God and source, and that also may be developed in life, as I said, with spiritual work. So the ruach and the nishama must be cultivated, according to the Kabbalah, Mm -hmm. but the nefesh we have automatically. So most people have nefesh, and a lot of people aren't aware of their ability to cultivate the ruach and the neshama. And then, um, if if you um, consider how a fire works, and here's another triangle because the firemen always tell us that the three components that build a fire are fuel, heat, and oxygen. Well, the oxygen component of the fire is what we get from the breath. And, you know, you know we studied in, in school all the biochemical and physiological components that we alluded to earlier uh, of oxygen and how oxygen is used as the final electron acceptor at the, ele- at the end of the electron transport chain to uh, drive uh, making of energy in the mitochondria to make ATP to do work for the body, like to be able to move our muscles and to generate body heat. Well, that fire comes from the oxygen, which comes from the breath. Mm -hmm. And according to Kabbalah, that breath is related to the Shekhinah, the Holy Spirit of Inspiration, and it's called the Ruach HaKodesh, H-A-K-O-D-E-S-H. H-A-K-O-D-O-S-H. D-E-S-H. Oh, D-E-S-H, okay. So that's the Shekinah, which is the um, indwelling revelation of the Divine Presence that's nesting and settling and very yin. So it's a yin aspect of source. So it's considered the feminine aspect of God. The Shekinah. 
And you can see it in pictures of, uh, of Christ with the halo around the head. That's a representation of the Shekinah. And the Shekinah, as I mentioned, is related to the breath. And you can foster the connection with the Shekinah with the meditative breathing. Which is what we do when we um, drop to zero-point energy and work the Merkaba, the light spirit body, so that we can connect to source. Or in terms of, of uh, metaphysics, the quantum, where all possibility exists, and we can collapse wave of, waves of possibility into our 3D reality and connect that way with our DNA through the tesseract created by the DNA, which when coherent lines up into a powerful portal through which we can access our multidimensional selves and source. So people that develop spiritually resonate or connect or feel at one with source and they basically connect the field of the heart with source or spirit. And that is the bottom line of all ancient healing that we're just now coming around to realizing is, has always been there with us and for us and that people have forgotten about. And the breath is how we reach zero point or one of the ways? One of the ways. Yes. Through the breath. Very powerful tool. So we want to know how to correct the um, problematic pneas like apnea, bradypnea, tachypnea, and dyspnea in order to get the breath to do what we want and act powerfully and spiritually for us. So let's let's look at how to do that with some acupuncture points and patching. Oh, uh, also, by the way, I wanted to mention um, that just as the heart has a shan housed in it, the shan is a spirit, there's also a spirit of the lungs, and that's called the po. And when we die, the po separates from the body and goes back into the earth. It separates from the hun, which goes to the sky. Hun is the chi of the liver, which leaves the body when we're sleeping and comes back to the body when we wake up. That's why some people feel this jerk in their body when they wake, because it's the hun coming back in and connecting again with the po. So, in other words, the liver chi connects back with the lung chi when we wake up. And then when when we die, we can feel the hun chi and the yang chi leaving the top of the tai chi pole. If you put your hand on the top of someone's head, like a few inches above the top of the tai chi pole, you can feel the chi leaving the body. Or if you can see auras, you can see it leaving. 
Well, so when we die, the, the pochi of the lungs um, goes back into the earth. And so the hun is considered the ethereal, our ethereal soul. And the po is our animal soul, our corporeal soul. And it gives animation to our movements. And there, there's a saying from the Lingshir. The Lingshir is a magical or the spiritual pivot, which is part of the Yellow Empress classic of internal medicine. And it says, quote, that which enters and exits with essence is the corporeal soul, referring to the Po. So the Po is housed in the lungs, in, in the yin phase of the metal, and we can access it through the lung chi and the zong chi. So we the can. The lung chi and the zong chi? The lung chi and the zong chi. Uh, if you, you recall earlier discussions we've had in, in previous um, shows, we talked about how the lung chi is also responsible for the skin and for the wei chi. The WEI, the Wei Chi, is our protective Chi field, like our aura all over the body. And we can make that stronger through breath. Expand our Wei Chi field. So, for example, when one's meditating, one can focus on raising our shields. Like Kirk said to Scotty, shields up, Scotty. You know, in Star Trek. Yeah, so our shields can go up, which means our Wei Chi field is stronger, which means evil or Chi or evil Chi is the same thing as disharmonious frequencies cannot enter the body. So if we raise our Wei Chi field, it's more difficult for evil Chi to come in or disharmonious frequencies to come in. And that's what the patches do. The patches make us more biocoherent, and help us raise our Wei Chi field, and inadvertently also help our breathing and strengthen our Lung Chi and our Zong Chi. So our Zong Chi can be reinforced even more by using CV-17, CV-17 is a front mu point of the pericardium, which is a heart protector. And CV-17 opens the chest, and it can be used to reverse rebellious lung chi, in other words, coughing. When people cough, they have rebellious lung chi. And one of my favorite patches for putting on CV-17 is carnosine. Why is that? That's a really good question. Uh, that's, uh, well, first, because I like the way the energy of the carnosine feels. And also, I know that biochemically, it will lower uh, lactic acid. And 
the lactic by lowering lactic acid, you buffer the bore effect, and that will have the same effect as releasing more oxygen to the tissues and helping our aerobic catabolism better. Now, another patch that does does that is the energy enhancer that shifts our catabolism from aerobic to anaerobic and it shifts our autonomic nervous system from sympathetic to parasympathetic so we're more relaxed and so we get more oxygen to the tissues and we buffer lactic acid at the same time so besides that carnosine just seems to work really well on the middle of the chest on CV-17 for the lungs and the heart. And carnosine is also really good for the heart and the muscles. So um, I'm, I'm going to read a, a, a passage here or read off some important points from this book I have that describes the five element characteristics of the acupuncture points. And I really like what it says about CV-17. Mm. And when I read this, think about how carnosine repairs cell damage, protects DNA, increases muscle strain, and increases wound healing, and protects the brain, and also protects the heart and the lung. So if we connect or interact or use a carnosine patch synergistically with CV-17, we are invoking the spirit of this point, which does the following things. It's for any, CV-17 is for any deficiency in the upper jowl, namely the heart or the lungs. It revitalizes and fills those centers and it tonifies a sea of chi so that it moves us away from fatigue. It's where the heart resides. As I mentioned, it's a um, front viewpoint for the pericardium, which is a major heart protector. It's where energy can be gathered and transmitted. It's a center of spiritual or of a spiritual vortex. And, and all of our chakras and all of our acupuncture points have torsion fields around them or going into them or coming out of them. So there's a big sea of this torsion field or energy vortex around CV-17 for regulating the Zong Qi. It also restores the conception vessel, CV channel. It spreads the influence of the heart and joy through throughout the kingdom, meaning the whole body. And and when Chinese medicine refers to kingdom and body, they're they're not just talking about physical; they mean physical, energetic, like the chi, meaning yin and yang balance. And also the Shen or the spiritual. 
and how that spiritual aspect connects with morphic fields or frequencies outside the body. So that's the dynamic that we're looking at when we talk about this stuff. Cool. So people and is there a place where people they, can look look that up, like that uh, what what the that point does? Well, look if you look in online, um, let's see the one I'm like reading. The clinical usages here at Yin Yang House, but it doesn't say any of the stuff you're talking yes, about. Yes, because it's it's more like TCM oriented, and what I'm reading right. is uh, five element acupuncture. So if you look in in five element acupuncture resources, the you you will find more information like what I'm talking about. And uh, what I'm talking about comes from notes from Lonnie Jarrett and from Neil Gumnick, uh, who who are, are both adepts in five element medicine. Okay, so um, a little tricky for me to find, guys. So <laughs> sorry about that, because I uh, I'm not gonna write, be able to write down everything that uh, that uh, I, I know it's other people's stuff anyway. Um, that uh, that Dr. Dennis just shared. So well, if just people have know specific that questions, 17 is a kick-ass point. <laughs> That's what you need to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, okay. So the bottom line is, people laboring with breathing or angina or have abnormalities of the breast uh, can resolve these deficiencies of energies in the upper jaw by using CV-17 or by putting a carnosine patch on CV-17. And that includes uh, if you're going through withdrawal from smoking, you can use CV-17 with a carnosine on it. And that will help the breathing because one of the characteristics of CV-17 is to open the chest, open the zong chi up. So it empowers the synchronization of the lung and the breathing with other systems in the body. So anybody with any chest point uh, or any heart uh, symptom or any breathing symptom can be benefited by patching CV-17 with carnosine. Exactly. You, you say it so succinctly and so well. <laughs> so all, all, the, all the blah, blah, blah kibble that I just mentioned <laughs> was summarized by Dr. Karen just now. <laughs> okay. I'll put that in uh, bold there, guys, on the blog. So you're like, okay, there it is. <laughs> right. Okay, so uh, how do we use CV-17? Well, that was one way. Uh, so let's say, since I mentioned smoking, we're using CV-17 with a carnosine on it to resolve smoking issues and help our breathing. We can also use the stop smoking point, the Tian Wei. And we've discussed where that point is and how to use it in previous shows. But So mm -hmm. maybe you can link to that. The Tian Wei. Okay, and so if you if you make a nice triangle with carnosine on CV17, uh, 
and an Eon on the right and an SP6 on the left, Tion waypoints, which are stop smoking points, then that goes a long way towards cutting down on craving and the, the drive not only to smoke, but to eat a lot and to take whatever drug you're addicted to. And I've, I've put them on cocaine addicts and that were going through withdrawal, and their withdrawal symptoms are mitigated like down to 10% of what they were clinical yeah. observation. Excellent. So, so wow. that combination is very useful. We have a lot of uh, veterans that are coming back from overseas wars and they have a drug addiction and that combination can be really useful for settling them down and helping them focus. Mm, great. Okay, so uh, another good triangle using CV-17 is with lung one. So we can put, for example, energy enhancer patches on lung one with the white on the right and tan on the left, lung one, and the carnosine patch on CV-17. And we have a nice triangle there that will regulate rebellious lung chi and get rid of coughing. Is that um, better than using like a CV-22 or something to stop cough? CV-22 is a good point. And as long as you ask that, let me list the points that can be used for difficult breathing. So in general, for difficulty breathing, one can use CV-22, which is what Dr. Karen just asked about, the, the throat chakra, bladder 13, GV 16, liver 3, and large intestine 13, and large intestine 17. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, you can use CV-22 instead of CV-17 to, to complete that triangle for helping with breathing. And we can also use lung 9. Now, lung 9 is the Yuan source point for the lungs, and source points regulate the chi in the channel. So if the, the chi is too high or too low or doing weird stuff in the channel, you use a source point and that will regulate it to do what it's supposed to do normally. And that's lung nine for the lungs. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that's a bilateral point. So we could use a a positive patch on the right and negative patch on the left, lung nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, 
for um, allergies, I find that bladder 13 usually is sore when I palpate it or push it on people with allergies. Mm, okay. So we go to somebody's back and bladder 13 is at the level right below thoracic vertebra 3. And if you have your scapula with your arms hanging by your side with the scapular spine angled in towards the center, like if you put a pencil along the scapular spine, which is the ridge of the scapular bone that sticks out, those pencils on both scapula will point right to the area below thoracic three. And then if you go one and a half inches or soon bilateral, you get bladder 13. So bladder 13 is often blocked in people with allergies. So if you even just do a little tweena, which is um, massage on bladder 13, you can often relieve the allergies. Or you can put uh, any kind of positive patch on the right, negative patch on the left, bladder 13 to help relieve it. I like to use Eon on the right and SP6 on the left. Just because? Uh, it seems of energy to work best. And also because of the energy and characteristic of the Eon patch, which is antioxidant and anti-aging, and has a whole host of biochemical effects that Dr. Haltewanger shared with us in 2011 from his research on it. And um, those are listed, I think, in um, the LifeWay product training manual, which doesn't exist anymore. But um, <laughs> well, exists, but it can't be. It's not allowed to be distributed. <laughs> right, but we can pull up that chart anyway, and because we've made that public before, and and show um, what the Eon patch does, and also the SPC yeah, patch. Yeah, that that part we can show. Yeah, yeah, we just right. can't uh, publish all the uh, protocols. Right. Uh, and then I use okay, SP6 cool. on the left because it accesses the, um, the endocrine system, especially the endorphins. So that, that will help clear up allergies, just bladder 13. Uh, if, if you've got um, a lot of damp, like dripping, spleen 9 can get involved on draining damp. If you have a lot of phlegm, like if the damp transformed into phlegm, then use stomach 40 with it. So how would people know if they're damp? Uh, if they in have, relationship to breathing. Uh, they've got um, pneumonia or fluid collecting in their lungs. Or they have uh, a rattled breathing, like when they when you hear the breath, you hear uh, fluid stuck in the airway, mm. Gur- like gurgling sounds. Mm-hmm. 
And you also have swelling under the skin like edema. And also when you palpate spleen nine, which is on the the medial inside part right below the knee, it's really sore. And if you just barely touch it lightly, the person will usually jump out of their chair and hit the ceiling and you have to peel them off the ceiling. Yeah, or hit you, one or the other. <laughs> yeah, right. So we got spleen nine and stomach, uh, what was that, 40? Stomach okay. 40 Sorry. for phlegm. 30, oh, 40, yeah. 40, okay, for phlegm. 40. Right. Okay. Stomach 40 for phlegm. So phlegm is a, um, a transformation of the damp into obstructive stuff like gook or, or um, atherosclerotic gruel is an example, uh, etheric gook that obstructs the heart orifice is uh, an example of phlegm you can't see, but it's there and, and it constricts the heart orifice. So things like that can be transformed with stomach 40. So let's see, if we want to make a triangle out of bladder 13, we can also use the third eye, yin tong, the third eye. So we use bladder 13, which is a bilateral point, white on the right, 10 on the left, or eon on the right, sp6 on the left, and then uh, put another uh, patch on the third eye, like maybe a glutathione or a carnosine or even an X39 or an Olivida. Now, if I wanted to access the endocrine system, the yintong is a really good place to put the Olivida patch because the yintong is connected hardwire-wise to the pineal body. So we have a direct connection, a hardwiring from the third eye to the pineal body, from the third eye. And then if we put an Olivita patch on the third eye, then it's going to affect the balance of epithalamin, the regulation of epithalamin from the pineal, which in turn will regulate the limbic brain's endocrine control of the hypothalamus and pituitary. Okay, so we've got 10 minutes. We got the, in case some people want to ask some questions, I just wanted to uh, say the phone number again. Uh, the chat is not working today on Block Talk Radio, so I apologize about that. So if you'd like to ask a question, uh, just call in 818-514-1190. Hit 1 so we know your hand is up. Uh, and unfortunately, there's only one of me, so I can't actually do the blog and go to the radio show and <laughs> to see if there's any comments on that page. So uh, we're going to have to have you call in and uh, hit one so we know your hand is up. So again, 818-514-1190, and just hit one so we know your hand is up. If you have a question and it does not have to relate to breathing, it can relate to anything related to LifeWave, LifeWave protocols, any symptoms that you want Dr. Dennis to um, give you some uh, protocols for, that would be really helpful, or any other questions related to patching. And, uh, uh, and Dr. Dennis, I think we have – I wrote down – that uh, we have these really great points for difficulty breathing, CV22, 17, lung 9, bladder 13. We're talking about that now in, uh, in combination with the uh, third eye. 
Uh, then you mentioned uh, uh, Governor Vessel 16, Liver 3, Large Intestine 13, and 17. And then we talked a yes. little bit about the phlegm points, spleen 9 and 40. Right. And the third eye. Yes. Yeah, so I don't know okay. whether you want to chip in on what the Governor six, Governor 16, Liver 3, Large Intestine 13, and 17 are for. Well, uh, GV16 is the jade pillow, and that controls wind, internal wind mostly. And the wind is movement. So if if there is um, a lot of wind in, in the body, which is uh, manifested as tremors or shaking, then GV16 mm-hmm. can get involved in calming that down. What about twitching? Uh, yeah, that too. Is that, that a that sign of internal wind? Yes. Okay. Because yep. some people say, oh, I'm getting cramps or, oh, I'm getting twitches in my muscles. Yeah, so uh carnosine patch on GV16 would be good because carnosine would, uh, would buffer lactic acid, which could be a component of the twitching, especially if it's after a good workout. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, I wanted to talk about asthma and also detoxing poison. Okay. So um, asthma is a difficulty breathing because the smooth muscle in the the uh, trachea is constricting due to uh, toxins or challenges or sensitivity of the um, alpha adrenergic receptors in the smooth muscle. And what we can do about opening the airway and calming down asthma with Chinese medicine is use the following points. Uh, Lung points one through nine are very useful. And large intestine 18 and stomach nine and stomach 40, and bladder 13. And also because the dynamics of asthma is, called by, is caused by a weak kidney chi, because kidneys normally anchor or grasp the lung chi. So you have chi coming in from sky through the lungs, and it's grasped by the kidneys. If you look at the five element chart, you see that metal comes before water. And so that means lungs come before kidney. And the, the kidney is a child which grabs the mother's nurturing chi from the sky. And that point, which helps the most with anchoring the chi from sky, anchoring the lung chi using the kidney water is kidney seven. The kidney seven is the metal point in the water. And that will pull the chi from the metal over to the water and also anchor the kidney's ability to grasp the lung chi from the sky, and that will resolve asthma. 
So another really good point, well, a couple points, like bladder 23 and, and kidney 3 will tonify the kidneys as well. We already talked about CV17 and CV22. Those will help with the breathing also of the asthma. And uh, also GV10. The GV10 is located uh, just below thoracic vertebra 6. And that's really good for asthma and also for detoxing poison, like the poison from chemtrails or from the toxic soup that um, Suzanne Summers is all, always talking about, or even a spiritual toxin, like an entity that's coming in uh, through our sky chi or through our lungs and poison, poisoning us on the Shanner spiritual level. Uh, that, that can also be resolved with GV10 and a nice triangle between GV10 and lung 8. Lung eight's a bilateral point. Lung eight detoxes the lung channel, and you can make a nice triangle among both lung eight points and GV10. I have uh, an interesting um, rash there. It's not itchy, and I can't even see it. Like People can't really see it, but I can feel it. And I think it is GB10. Uh huh. So I was like, hmm. so that, that well, yeah, means, and I have uh, a, yeah, and I think I actually even have. I'm not sure for sure because I can't measure myself, but I think I actually have a like um oh, what do they call it? Uh, blah, blah, blah. It's like um it's a little nodule uh shoot subcutaneous what. It's like a zit, but it's not a zit. <laughs> like you can literally, I used to take like these out, I used to shelve them out of people. Sebaceous. Like a Something like a sebaceous a cyst? cyst, something like that. Yeah, it's uh-huh. pretty flat. Uh, but it's funny because my mom had something similar and needed surgery and the whole bit. And mine is very close to where hers was. So I don't know if it's empathetic or what, but it's been there for years. It doesn't hurt me. It doesn't bother me at all. Uh, just my, you know, massage therapist or James will notice it, but I can feel like a little rash in that area. It's almost like that area is detoxing. So, um, so I'm wondering whether then, I should put a patch on it. Sure. Uh, I would try X39. And at the same okay. time, yeah. you, you see intention of letting go of a meme because it sounds like there's a possibility there's a family meme that's related to that area. Hmm. Yeah, sounds good. Now we are going to go and segue to questions here. Um, So we have some questions. I'm going to say your uh, last four digits of your phone number, and then you can ask your question of, um, of Dr. Dennis. Okay, so first one is last Four digits is nine one five zero. Hi, who's this? Hi, Karen. It's Joy. I'm driving. Hey, Joy. I hope you can hear me. Hi. I hope yeah, you can hear we can me. hear you. In the car. Yeah, I was hoping to. Re- I hope this is recorded because oh my god, it's so wealthy, so full of great information. Thank you, both of you. Oh, thank you. Welcome. I'm just scratching the surface. Yeah, 
and I, lo- I love, <laughs> love all the acupuncture and the, you know, I'm a Tai Chi fanatic and all that good stuff, so it's really great. Um, my question is, I'm just new to this, so totally overwhelmed. I haven't even got into the back office yet. I only just got home, and uh, a friend was very, very ill. She ended up having um, bacterial meningitis, and they believe it came from, I guess, a, a cut in her knee. Into Anyway, she's still in the hospital. She's out of ICU, so she's, make, she's make it, making it, which is great because it was pretty dicey there. Um, right knee is still swollen, and I'm just wondering when she gets out in about a week, I'm going to go see her and treat her and patch her and all that good stuff, but I just don't have a clue where to start with her. Mm-hmm. Great so I was question. wondering if, and there was a lot of uh, lineage, um, lineage genetic interference energy, so I'm wondering if maybe just, and she's got daughter had terrible asthma, almost died. That's how I met her. The kid was 18 months old. Um, I pulled her out of it, and I don't quite know how, but anyway, I did. Uh, doctors had kind of written her off. So I'm I'm just wondering how much respiratory lung stuff is sitting in there, and if that GB10 and those those lung points might be a priority, or would I just, would I just muscle test her and find out? Like, question. What would you suggest for somebody who's just recovering from bacterial meningitis and has okay. leaky well, stuff? Yeah. Do you wanna? Do you wanna? I'll, I'll give you my perspective, then Dr. Dennis can give you his perspective. Fabulous. So, um, yeah. So, so for me, I I like to keep it simple, especially for somebody who's what I call patch naive. So they have not ever used patches, and we're assuming that once she gets out, she will be able to hydrate well, of course. That all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I find that um, the X39, because it, it hits so many different areas of benefit, that I would probably start with that one first um, and probably would use the points right in the brochure because one of the reasons she got bacterial meningitis is because their immune system is weak. And just from my muscle testing, people who have or haven't had symptom relief with the X39s, I have to say the top three systems that are being helped by the stem cells, uh, the immune system's always the top three, which is interesting, no matter what people are coming with, you know, whatever symptom they're coming with. Right. So, yeah, and then, and then I, I, you know, and you probably saw the pictures online of my friend with the, the big, you know, huge, you know, uh, cut out of her toe that she had melanoma taken out. Yeah, and yeah. she yeah, she wasn't uh, she wasn't improving on two rounds of antibiotics, and you know, and one would think, oh my gosh, if you use this patch on somebody with cancer, you know what? I'm like, you got to use this, right? So she did, and within a week, you know, it started uh, healing finally. Um, she was back to work in another week, which is amazing after two months not working because of pain and disability. So I think that if we can get the immune system going, now of course with um, I, I, I mean, I would also, you know, once you start that and see how she does, I'd probably start, um, you know, using the energy enhancer patches or the Eon, um, maybe the Eon at night for brain balancing and getting decrease of inflammation, and then um, and maybe the energy enhancer patches to, to patch those points that Dr. Dennis mentioned before that may be really helpful to support those symptoms. Uh, I'll let Dr. Dennis know now. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really good um, answer, and I agree with what Dr. Karen said. Uh, I would also add some perspective that uh, 
from the viewpoint of uh, Chinese medicine, there are two things that you deal with. One is the root, the other is the branch. And you have to deal with the branch first because she's got an infection. So you want to clear the infection first. And then after she's stabilized, you go to the spiritual roots. And you mentioned that there may be some kind of meme or family thing going on there. And so then you can address that weakness or deficiency and rebalance that. Okay. And any suggestions for that specific? Well, that that would take some spiritual probing and... And, and Dr. Karen well, Joy, has you already have, yeah, Joy's actually I one do, of the I... students, so <laughs> she, yeah, she, I mean, she can, she can test for all sorts of things. Um, yeah, well, there you go. Those. Okay. Great. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're saying that the infection is cleared, you know, according to Western medicine tests, right? But I, I have not had permission to do any kind of circulation plug-in, which is a different system that I use body talk. Uh, on that knee, I just am not touching it yet. So I suspect that the infection probably is not cleared. So, um, so the X39. Well, you can even pull out those frequencies, you know, with Hilton Healing. Yep. I know this is a LifeWave show, but yep. you know, just you just count count how many, uh, you know, how many pathogenic frequencies are left, uh, alive or dead, okay. and just pull them, just pull them, cancel them, dissolve okay. them, and create them. If you're loud, if you're loud, sometimes we're not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And yeah, and then yeah, test the immune system and see where you're at. And but definitely the phototherapy patches uh, are, are it's great because you feel that 12 hours, you know, of ongoing healing uh, signaling yeah. that's going on to help support the immune system. So yeah, and, and, and I was going to ask you too. We can always do a three-way call with her. Okay, and the question for you about the, you know, the uh, C7T1 where you sort of stick the which, which is it where you put the patch, the X39? Is it on C7 or is it on T1 or in between? For what? Um, I think For you're the talking X39. about the D10, the, D, the detox thing? No. No. No, I'm not. I'm talking about typically when the X39, one of the, one of the places you would put it is on, I think it's, it's uh, C7. The cervical seven, sorry. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Oh, that's GV fourteen. That's GV fourteen. Right. So, so is that right on CV? Is that right on cervical seven, or is it in between C seven and C one? Yes, the latter. It's right below C seven. Okay, that's what I thought. And then, so would that that might be a really good one, right? For running the whole nervous system and the immune system. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you definitely. Okay. And then, Great. Thanks for that. And then, and then I have one client of mine who's on X39 with the energy patches, and she's getting energy and loving it because she's nice. older and still needs to work, right? She's tired but can't afford her yep. condo unless she works, right? So, um, <laughs> and she, you know, is coming out of chronic fatigue, but she's the one I texted you here about the, the nasal passage, you know, high up. It's very, very thin, and she's had so many unbelievable nosebleeds now she's had a few more since she passed she's detaching but they're not as they're not as copious or as heavy so i'm just wondering if i'm missing mm. something with that yeah so nosebleeds dr dennis well let's that's see uh energy 
Well, one one way to resolve it right away is to push on the filtrum, which is um, GV26. Like, take your knuckle and push up under the nose, and that usually re- resolves it or stops the bleeding right away. Okay, so back to Yeah, it's a little okay. tough to do uh, to patch to patch there, but you can do a manual, you know, finger. I'll sometimes push there when I don't want to sneeze. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, you know, right under the nose. There's a there's a point there. It's usually pretty sore. Uh, what about uh, healing the underlying reason for the nosebleeds, Doctor Dennis? Well, you got to look at the energy pattern. There there are a number of them that could be the cause. So you'd have to evaluate the energy and then deal with the root and uh, right now we don't have enough information to go on about what that may be. Okay. Alrighty. Thank you so much. I'll just uh, use my Yeah, use my you're tool. welcome. Okay, thank yeah. you. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Yeah, I think just general principles. Again, it's uh, yeah, it's it's uh, too complex to, without knowing the person and a little more to give a customized uh, prescription. But as Dr. Dennis has mentioned in previous shows, um, is that the spleen channel is responsible for keeping the blood in its vessels. So it's not going to be wrong <laughs> to patch the spleen channel. <laughs> you know, spleen six. I mean, it kind of does right. a whole bunch of things. Um, and we know and you usually, know it's near the nose, so you, yeah, you can always patch lung channels too. Yep, and also um, if it's caused by too much heat, which uh, made the blood come out of its vessels, and stomach 44 is a good point, which is on the foot, to drain the heat out of the head. Okay, cool. Now uh, let's go to the next person here. Um, So I know who this is. All right, 2628. Let me unmute you here. Hey, Karen. Hello. You probably know what my question is. Uh, but that's okay. Dennis, you go ahead. I, yeah, I I know I'm not supposed to talk about whatever uh, names of issues, but I, I have sleep apnea, and I have been patching with Alavita on my third eye. And oh, good on my throat that was what Karen Dr. Karen told me to do but I'm just wondering if you have any other suggestions are are those helping so helping you with breathing right I believe so you know it's hard for me to say because I live alone and I don't really it's hard to say I don't know but I don't know right yeah it's just like I don't know when I'm snoring James has to tell me yeah. Do, do you have? Are you using a CPAP machine? I've never successfully been able to use one. I do use a dental appliance, but I'm not so sure how good that is either. Well, the reason I asked about the CPAP is the newer ones have um, a monitoring system with the people I know, you bought it from. I had used that before, and I got disastrous results. The technician who was monitoring that said that, you know, uh, it's just not working for me. Okay. Well, uh, so the reason I brought that up is you said you were alone and there wasn't anybody to monitor your breathing. Uh-huh. I understand. Uh, so. All right. So uh, 
an alternative patch combination would be similar to what we talked about today, like put a carnosine on CV-17 to open up the chest. Okay. And also put uh, either Energy Enhancer or Eon on the right and SP-6 on the left of Lung 9 to regulate the Lung Chi. Okay, so when I think of energy enhancers, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I, I, w- is that appropriate at night? Yeah, sure. You can wear them at night. They actually oh. they give you a calming effect. You know, when they you call them energy enhancers, they don't wire your energy the way caffeine does the, to make you all jumpy. They give you a shift in your autonomic nervous system away from sympathetic to parasympathetic, they slow down the heart rate. And in doing that, they uh, give you more energy because they make more oxygen available for burning to make the energy. Oh, and how about the hydration uh, uh, or lack thereof at night? Well, you want to um, drink properly structured water uh, at least an hour before you go to sleep. I wouldn't do it right before bedtime because you'll be up peeing all night. Yeah, I I know that. I'm not even sure, but what yeah. an hour might be an issue. <laughs> yeah, do you, maybe maybe uh, do some like Willard water, you know, um, throughout the day. I think if you're adli- adequately hydrated throughout the day, which you normally are, I don't think you have to necessarily add extra water before you go to bed. Just to use the energy or the SP6 Eon combination. Another way to do the water, if you don't want to buy an expensive machine and you still want good quality water that um, is inoculated with uh, buckyball energy, which is C60, you can um, put shungite rocks in an egg and then put that in the bottom of a pitcher and let it soak in your refrigerator for a day or so and then drink water from that. And that should help with being properly structured water and uh, the minerals at the same time. I'm not familiar with shundite water. I don't even know how to spell it. S-H-U-N-G-I-T-E. S-H-U-N-G-I-T-E. It's basically like making crystal water, Brahman, which you're familiar with. We just hadn't used shungite as uh, one of the crystals. Now, I'm not familiar whether or not we have to clear that regularly, uh, Dr. Dennis, the shungite. Yeah, you can put it out in the sun to clear it, or you you can uh, just clear it with your intention. Yeah, the Brahman has my um, energy clearing spray, Ascension 1 and 2, so she's good to go as far as clearing, so that might be good to do. I just found that you have to be really careful because you ideally want to use crystal water in a glass vase of some sort, a glass carafe, and I've broken two trying to make crystal water. (laughs) So it's, it's good if you can have some sort of like, you know, a burlap bag or something in there that you can just lift the crystals out. You know, I, I don't think it would disturb it as long as it's like cotton and it's natural and yada, yada, organic. Or use a metal egg. The structure you, can, of the water. you can put them in an egg, like a metal egg that you make tea with. Oh, the metal egg. Yeah, I have tried not to use metal, but that's, you know, just other things I've heard. But, um, right. um yeah. And you don't Except want to use plastic water. either. Don't don't store the water yeah, in no. plastic because uh you'll get um phthalates and bisphenols 
which are hormone disruptors in the water. So this is not the same thing then at all as as a Soleil mixture, which you need in water, in glass, not plastic. Well, the Soleil mixture is uh, micromineral nutrients, like from salts, like um, pink Himalayan mineral salts um, saturated in the water. So it's similar to that. But the shungite doesn't dissolve yeah. as completely as a pink uh, rock salt would. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think it's more ener- energetic. And uh, by the way, exactly. Bra- Brahman, just so you know, uh, one of the uh, drops that we had from Energy Tools actually is the frequency of shungite, just FYI. Oh. I'd have to look up which one. But it's like comprehensive or total, one of the newer ones, total something or um, one of the ones that came out later, and uh, I have to ask them to see which one it was because I can't remember now because it wasn't in the brochure um, anymore. But, oh. yeah, one of them has uh, – yeah, and I don't know whether they have uh, – they may have a gem. And, and, by the way, the FYI, again, Brahman, you can do a special order if you want. Um, you can ask them or I can ask them for you to make a special elixir, a gem elixir of Shungite or even oh, C60. No. Um, yeah, so just – contact me later and remind me so then I can ask them. They'll they'll do it for me. They'll do it for me. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Now, Brown is local, everyone. So don't keep, no, don't everybody call me up and ask me to do this because Brown's like my neighbor. So so she's just down the road and uh, it's easy for us to deliver that stuff to her. Uh, But we do need to get to the next person if you have some time, uh, Dr. Dennis. Sure, go ahead. Okay, so uh, phone number 3982, you're up. Hi, this is Pat. I have a few questions from people I know that are in need. One is a teenager with uh, a buildup of fluid in their throat. They have a condition, I don't know the name of it, but it can block block breathing. He also has seasonal allergies, and they seem to be related. So fluid builds yep. up in the throat and seasonal allergies. It works in the summertime, the fluid yep. buildup, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay, well, uh, what I was saying about draining damp earlier using spleen 9 and stomach 40, that will help yeah. with the fluid buildup, especially right. spleen 9 if those points are sore on that person. And where is that? Spleen 9 is uh, if you go to the knee and you go to the uh, medial aspect below the knee at the top of the tibia, you push on that area, and that will be really sore in people that need their damp drain. Okay. Got it. And uh, you, you might also look at some of the sources, like evaluate what food the person's eating, because it's often um, the case that you build up damp in some people with allergies when they're allergic to things like wheat, gluten, or um, it's actually glyphosate that's that's saturating the wheat that's the problem, not the gluten itself. So uh, look at what they're eating and, and see if there's anything that might influence that from their diet. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. We've tried different um, diets to see what, what was suspect, but 
I don't know if they tried that. Um, the next person has difficulty breathing through their nose, if they can breathe at all, due to polyp. Surgery gives only temporary relief. Oh, and they snore, too. Hmm. Well, um, if they sleep on their side, the tongue's not going to fall to the back of the throat, and they'll avoid the snoring. Uh, the, the snoring is usually the result of a narrowed um, pharynx or throat area, and um, that might be due to inflammation. So um, you want to look at what kind of toxins they might be exposed to, and almost everybody is these days from chemtrails, mm-hmm. uh, but not everyone reacts the same to those toxins. Um, but let's see. Um, you could try X39 on a point called Batong. And if you go to large intestine 20, which is on the side of the nares of the nose, and go up a little bit to about the middle middle side of the nose, the baton mm-hmm. point is right there. It's uh, right about where you can push on your nose and you feel the edge of the bone where the cartilage starts. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I know the patch is kind of big to put there, but it well, might. Can you we could just put, put it on the bridge of the nose at that area, Dr. Dennis, and it'll hit both sides energetically? Yeah, sure. That's a good idea. Yep. Bridge. Yeah, so part of the bridge of the nose, kind of, yeah, partway between the eyes and the tip of the nose, a little bit, maybe a little bit lower, like the lower third. Mm-hmm. Just, just where that cartilage starts, the wiggly part of the nose starts, and put the center on there, and just make the intention. <laughs> yeah, and definitely, I, I agree, Dr. Dennis, like, this person definitely has, you know, inflammation of that area, uh, otherwise they wouldn't keep creating polyps you know, in that area and need, you know, need surgery and, and so on and so forth. And I think that, you know, putting the X39 there, uh, and it could be during their sleep because they probably don't want to go to work looking like that. Um, just make sure they hydrate well during the day and see how that goes over the next week or so. Um, and if, if there's, a you know, an issue or whatever, you can contact either of us and we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Thank you. I have uh, been... Um, Wondering, did you you have more for this person, the polyp? Did you have more? What else could you do? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, is there anything? That's what I was going to mention. I was going to mention, I also found that if you use um, buckyballs or C60 in conjunction with X39, that it helps to shrink the polyps. C60. Can you? And if you don't take it orally, you can actually put a drop of it under the patch and stick it on the nose area we're talking about. I'm sorry. Why is it called Bucky Balls? Bucky Balls or C60? Uh, It's called C60 because uh, they're Bucky Balls that are made of 60 carbon atoms strung together into the shape of this mini ball. And they were discovered by Buckminster Fuller, so they're called. They're actually the full name is Buckminster Fullerenes, and uh, they're they're used 
in industry as lubricants, but they're also nanoparticles that give electron to areas and act as an antioxidant. So if you have free radicals around that are damaging tissue and you have C60 on board, the free radicals will rip off the electrons from the buckyballs instead of the tissue. And that will prevent the tissue from being damaged. And when you have tissue damaged by free radicals, that's one of the causes of aging. So it's an anti-aging effect. Cool. Wow. Mm-hmm. I have laryngitis now. Any suggestions? Uh, put one of the YH patches on your throat chakra. I do have that, yes. And I, it is helping, yeah? Yeah, cool. Okay. Um, thank you for explaining properly structured water. You're welcome. And um, did you say to leave the shungite in the water overnight? Yeah, you wanted to uh, the water to to bathe over the shungite at least a day or two before you drink it. Okay. And what you're doing is getting, like as Dr. Karen alluded to, you're getting the energy signature of the shungite into the water. The water's absorbing it. So you want to use neutral and clean water that's not contaminated with other energy signatures. Mm-hmm. Um, Shungite's very powerful stone. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Okay, it's I'll made, try that. Thank you very well, much. You're welcome. The Shungite is actually made out of C60. Oh, wonderful. Yep. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and Pat, you can always, uh, if you have the, uh, even if you just have the energy clearing spray of mine, the freebie, um, you can also direct that to your water to erase, dissolve, and uncreate the, um, let's just say, the less than optimal energies in the water um, before you use the shungite. So you'll, it'll have a nice little, you know, clean background to charge up. Thank you very much okay. for that recommendation, Karen. Okay. Very welcome. And also, um, okay, I'm gonna... there, there's one more, there's one more triangle I can share, which will help clear throat, like this, um, the, like you were asking about clearing the throat, and I didn't get to it yet, but I was going to talk about the Ding Chuan point and using that in, in a triangle with CV22. So if you have what, like one of the YH patches on CV22. You can make a, a nice horizontal triangle with Ding Chuan. Now, the Ding Chuan is a special point that is used mostly for treating asthma, but also for clearing the throat and dilating the um, the breathing tubes and uh, relaxing the breathing and helping airflow. And uh, it's found um, about one soon or inch bilateral to GV14 which is the point we talked about earlier that's right below cervical vertebra 7. So if you go down to vertical to cervical vertebra 7, right below that's GV14, and you go bilateral, both sides of that an inch, you get the Ding Chuan point. So if you patch the Ding Chuan point with Eon on the right and SP6 on the left, 
and then uh, say carnosine on CV22, you have a nice triangle there that will help clear the throat and help the breathing. Oh, nice. Okay, let me write that down and support the throat. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, because Joy mentioned the GV14, the back of the neck point that's in the brochures. Um, and uh, like I, Dr. Dennis mentioned, uh, Eon on the right, SB6 on the left, which is one of uh, your favorite combinations. But if you didn't have that, you could use Ice Wave <laughs> or Energy Enhancer sure. patches. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, that's good. I got it down, guys. I'm going to put this. Uh, I don't know how to spell Ding Chuan. I spelled it D-I-N-G-C-H-U-A-N. Is that right? You got it. You got it. Yep. Woohoo! <laughs> okay, that's, that is great. All right, so our time is pretty much up. And uh, we, uh, you know, I was thinking, Dr. Dennis, um, I think it would be really kind of fun uh, to maybe have you, me, and Dr. Quila on the show if she's available uh, to discuss how she corrected her vision or is improving her vision using patch combinations and yeah, 39 that would be fun. What do you think? Sure. I think it would be really fun. Yeah. We'll, see, we'll see whether – she doesn't know this yet, but we're going to ask her to see if she can. I know she's super busy now with her big team, but – if she has time to uh, to come on the show with us, and it's been it would be a nice reunion, you know, between yeah. three of us to be on the show together. And you're actually moving towards more of where she lives, I think. Yeah, yeah. Right I'm closer to her. Getting ready to move to Prescott, Arizona, right on the edge of the Prescott National Forest. Beautiful. So That's great. Yet another she, person I can visit if I go to Arizona. Yeah, for sure. You're welcome to come anytime. Yeah, that's that's great. Uh, and I do, and for folks that are just new to the to the show and didn't uh, listen to last week's show, I think it's really important to also practice the Boteco breathing method if you don't know it, which is breathing through your nose. And in during the radio show, we talked about a technique to clear nasal congestion within a few minutes. So uh, Pat and anybody else that you know has some pe- people, folks that want to know how to do that, I think it'd be really a good complement to what we're talking about today. Cool. All right. So, um, yeah, thanks, Dr. Dennis, for um, another amazing uh, and instructive. Uh, I have I've been writing like a crazy person here <laughs> with all the, all the points. Uh, and just so you know, basic principles are: hey, you know what? Using triangles is very, very powerful. So, if you have a point on the midline that you feel drawn to that you want to try, and then some of the triangle protocols uh, Dr. Dennis mentioned today, we uh, definitely want you to try it out. And uh, if you uh, aren't uh, whether you are or aren't on my uh, team, uh, there is a um, uh, Facebook group that you can uh, post questions and support and get support. It's called the LifeWave Patch Training Team Support Group. Uh, and so you can ask to join there, answer the three questions, so my people will let you in. <laughs> and then you can start uh, asking questions, patching questions there, and we'll, and the whole group will help you out as much as we can. And that's for free. And so join me, Dr. Dennis, and hopefully Dr. Quila next month, uh, the first Monday of the month, where we talk about LifeWave and how to use LifeWave patching and phototherapy patches uh, with the marriage of that and Chinese medicine, acupuncture, to help you and your body heal faster. Yay! Thanks, Dr. Dennis. Thanks, everyone. You bet. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Dr. Karen. It's awesome. Bye-bye. My pleasure. Bye.